Hey friends, welcome to the Empowered Homes Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to grow strong families by connecting church and home. Today's episode is the first in a couple series uh, about marriage. We're going to be hitting different marriage topics the next couple weeks. In our first episode, I'm joined by my bride, Jennifer. Welcome. Um, So Jen's been on the podcast a few times. Mainly because I force you to do it, um, but only heavy topics. Yeah, only heavy stuff. Yeah. Um, so if you are a avid listener, you've been listening to a while. You probably heard our episode on resentful support. Yeah. What's resentful support, Jen? Um, I'm gonna support you, but I'm not gonna necessarily be excited about it or happy for yeah. you. And have a little resentment. A little resentment. Yeah, um, which never happens. Yeah. If you want more information on that episode, you you can see it in the description below and and, and listen to that. But we're going to talk about a different topic that's similar. Um, we've been hitting on these like sneaky threats that cause mm-hmm. conflict. Um, so resentful support support is one of those sneaky threats. Yeah. Uh, today's topic is is another sneaky threat that not many people ever talk about in marriage, yeah. but. Before we jump into that, what we're going to do in this series is each couple, um, since it's just us, mm-hmm. um, we're, we're going to answer some <laughs> questions, but the next couple episodes, we're going to have couples that come in and we're going to ask them this, these exact mm-hmm. same questions um, just to see what the answers are. You don't know the don't questions. Know questions. Okay. No. So you, are you sure? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay, great. Um, so, so there's three questions. First question uh, I have to answer them too. Okay. So the first question is: You have to think about it. Not really. Okay. Um, I've told myself not to think about it, even oh, though sure. I thought about it. Um, question number one: What is something your spouse wears that you love? Oh, hoodies. Hoodies. I'm wearing a hoodie <laughs> right now. I got it on. Yeah. That was an easy one. That was an easy one. Um, I knew it was the question, so that's why I wore a hoodie. Because <laughs> for whatever, why why do you like that I wear hoodies? Because that's what you wore. We were dating, I guess. I just you're snuggly. Snuggly, <laughs> snuggly. It's a okay. Um, I don't know if mine's appropriate to say over the air what you wear, um, but the appropriate things is uh, I love, and you may not like this. I love when you wear a ball cap. Like, are you serious? Yeah, I do. Like when you're just super cash. <laughs> dirty hair. And you got dirty hair and you wear a cap. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. You're not excited about my answer? No, because I. it's like a, no, that like threw me off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How did that throw you off? Because I think I'm going to put a hat on because I look rough. Yeah. Like my hair needs to be washed. It's like. That's how much I love you. I'm sure. That's, that's, that's where it's at. Okay. <laughs> Next. Next. Okay. Wow. I didn't like my answer. Cool. This is perfect for our episode. I guess so. So, number, uh, Question number two. What's your biggest fail in the kitchen? My biggest fail in the yeah, kitchen? I've got an answer too. So what's your biggest fail in the kitchen? Not your biggest fail that I think of. No, your oh, biggest fail. Oh, my biggest fail. fail. Or you can share my biggest I fail. I don't know. I made, whenever we lived in North Richland Hills, I made like a garlic noodle thing that was horrible like I can still taste it just thinking about it but I don't know what else what else did I fail at all the things like weekly but (laughs) this is not a bashing session I know just is there a big fail that you had in the kitchen I'm sure 
all the time. The kids <laughs> remind me daily. Oh, what is Charlie saying? Mom, like it was good, but it was good, but it was not. It's not my favorite. Not my favorite. I ate it. Yeah. I'll be glad that I ate it, but it was not. It was not yeah. my favorite. Yeah. Thanks for being honest. <laughs> uh, kitchen fail. Nothing. Nothing else. That's it. Just. The I mean, pasta thing. But that was like major fail. Yeah, and we cooked something different. Yeah, or we like yeah. ordered pizza. I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. we ordered pizza. We did order pizza. That was pretty bad. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was okay. rough. That was really bad. Yeah. Mine would be when I almost blew up the house with that gas grill in our house in Abilene. Yes. And big old, I, I burned, I singed my eyebrows and hair. That was, that uh, was so bad. I thought I had the gas turned off, but it was turned on. <laughs> and then there was no like knob to, to regulate. It just was coming out. So as soon as you turn the gas on, it comes out the grill. So you got to turn the gas on and light it. So I, I thought I turned it off, but I turned it on, and it had just been billowing gas in oh. the puff of smoke, and I remember yeah, that. that was fun. Yeah, I had no eyebrows for <laughs> for a minute. I'm glad I can bring, bring you joy with, <laughs> okay. with that memory. What's the next one? Keep going. Okay. Um, number three. This one's this one's awesome. If you found a genie in a bottle, mm-hmm. and you only got three wishes. First two can be whatever y'all decide together. But the third wish has to be only for your spouse. What is your wish? Ooh. I don't know. Only only for you. Only for me. Ooh, all the the boat funds and kayak funds and fishing funds and hunting funds. You can only do one thing. Oh. What what would you buy or get with the genie? I get your body fixed. My your, body no, fixed. Your sh- like your shoulders, <laughs> your hips, and my back, and your back because I'm an old man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Could sleep at night. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All the football injuries. Yeah. Get all those fixed. And I just wake up. Healed. And you'd wake up new. Look, I thought of nice. you. That was that was pretty. I thought you were gonna say like land or something. Oh, which, I mean, we can do land. I'd stay broken for land, but being healed would be nice. Yeah, That's, that was good. Um, what would I get for you if I had a genie? Um, I would get you like a a personal servant to do the little things that just drive you crazy. Just wipe down the countertops. Yeah, just the little stuff. Like, yeah. You don't even have to ask them to do they it. They just do it. They just do it. They just drive you crazy. Yeah. Or the socks in the living room mm-hmm. or the shoes all around yeah. or going and doing quick errands or, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. I appreciate that. See, <laughs> I didn't do anything, but now I feel like I got brownie points yeah. for no reason. <laughs> yes. I thought that counts. So those are our three questions we're going to ask all the couples. Uh, should be interesting. Uh, we'll see how they do. I think we did good. Yeah. What do you think? I think so, yeah. Okay. All right, so our topic, uh, we'll spend a few minutes. So we talked about sneaky threats that cause conflict. Uh, Resentful support is a big one. It's it's like, you know, hey, I know you have to travel for work, but I'm going to resent you for it and make you feel guilty for it. Or, hey, I know you want to really do this thing, 
but I'm going to make you feel bad. So resentful support, we see it all throughout marriages. Uh, I, I really want to encourage you and support you in whatever you're doing, but at the same time, like, I'm really not happy about it. Mm-hmm. So this one, sneaky threat, is called assumed letdown. So assumed letdown is I'm going to ask you something, but because of so many different variables, I'm just going to assume you're going to fail me. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going to ask you because I feel like it's what I should do. Um, or the flip side is I'm going to ask you knowing you're going to fail and I'm going to be mad at you. Yeah. Um, so assume letdown. Here's some examples. So we'll say Shelly and Frank. Not us. Uh, Shelly doesn't want to ask uh, Fred, not Frank. Shelly doesn't want to ask Fred to get groceries because she assumes he's going to mess everything up. Mm-hmm. Fred doesn't ask Shelly to take care of the phone bill because she's going to forget just like last time. So we this sneaky threat gets into our marriage, and we don't ever talk about it. And so I want us to talk about it and then kind of give some tools for what to do in your marriage uh, when it plays itself out. So, Jen, what's an example in our marriage of assumed I just need to preface that we've already talked about these. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So we've already gotten them out. You're not really throwing me under the bus, but you're kind of throwing me under the bus because you already told me. Because we, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, Which one do you want first? You you go go ahead. (laughs) Okay, so um, I guess specifics would be like if I'm making dinner and the dryer goes off and I pull the laundry out, throw it on our bed, go back to make dinner, and I'm like, hey, can you please fold the laundry? And I am done making dinner and it's time to eat and you're still in the living room with the kids and you haven't folded the laundry. In my head, you just like didn't even care what I said, but I wanted you to, to get up at that minute when I asked you. Because by the time I was done with dinner, I wanted the laundry done also so that I could clean the kitchen and just be done with the day. Yeah. Example number one. <laughs> <laughs> number one. So I, I chose to play with our children yeah. and be a good dad. Jeez. <laughs> and, uh, but it, it, in that scenario, like when you asked me to do the laundry, you already had an assumption that I was not going to do yeah. it. Yeah. That because I didn't, and like thinking about it, like I didn't give you enough time to like to do it. Yeah. Like if I couldn't even fold a load of laundry in four minutes, like yeah, and put it away. So I was setting you up for failure. Yeah. But wanting your help. Can I share an example? <laughs> yes, because I have more. <laughs> So one for me, you ask or text like, hey, I'm going to the grocery store. What's something you want? Early on, I would give you a list. But over time, it was like, there's no point in me telling you what I want because it wasn't on your original list. Mm -hmm. You're not getting it. Mm -hmm. So I stopped asking. If it doesn't match the meal plan. Or the meal plan, like half and half. Like you would always ask, hey, is there anything? I'm going grocery grocery shopping. Uh, Like, hey, half and half. That was a big one for us. And then it just wouldn't happen. And I would stop. When you text me, I would just say no. Because I'm just assuming you're not going to, you don't care Mm -hmm. about, you're just being nice. You're just asking me, being nice. You don't really care. You're not going to get it. Um, But the reality is, and we'll talk about like the reality of, of the situations, it wasn't on your original list that you walked in with and you never wrote it on the list. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't intentional, but for me it was like, oh, she doesn't care about yeah. me. So why would, why would I give her something to get me? Mm-hmm. So I'm just assuming letdown is going to happen. Uh, but that's a small one. What, what's another one you have? 
What else? You want to talk about the garage door? Sure. Let's talk about the garage door. <laughs> okay. So backing up, somebody went through our garage a like a week and a half ago. ago in the middle of the night. So I'm a little paranoid now that the garage door, the little man door, mm-hmm. swinging door, is open. So from our bed, I can see through the living room window to the garage, and the light is on, and the door is open at 9 o'clock at night. And I said, hey, Bobby, did you know that the garage door is still on? And you're like, oh, yeah, 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 I'll go close it. And then I close my eyes, and I'm about to fall asleep, and I open them, and the light is still on, and I can see that the door is open. So I asked, should I go close it, thinking you're about to fall asleep too? And then you got angry with me. Because <laughs> it was like 37 seconds. But I was about to fall asleep, <laughs> and I needed you to do yeah. it right now. Yeah. yeah. But it, it wasn't because of the garage door necessarily, the paranoia. <laughs> it was the light. It was the light. But I can mi- see the light. You mentioned nothing about the light. Like, hey, that light is keeping me awake and I want to go to sleep. You say, hey, we close the door. I'm like, yeah, I'll get to it. Just second. Some Yahoo's going to yeah. go through our garage again. Yeah. But you assumed letdown mm-hmm. and within 37 seconds. I might uh, as well do it myself. I'll just do it myself. Which brings me to the next one, my example of like, I'm in the middle of something or I walk in. You're like, hey, will you blah, 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 blah. And then, like, I'll go into our bedroom, and then I'll come out to do it, and, like, you're already doing the dishes. I'm like, and I'll look at you like, you didn't even give me an opportunity to try. You just completely were like, wow, whatever, I'm just going to do it. Like, What's that about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's lots of stuff. That's the assumed let yeah. Like, you felt like you had to ask, to, like, I want to ask for help. But in the back of your mind, because of so many different variables, you assumed it wasn't going to happen, so you just did it yourself. And Mm -hmm. I think that's the heart of assumed letdown. And why it's so sneaky and why it's so frustrating is because um, we're trying to communicate. We're not fully communicating. uh, But for whatever reason, these external variables that we'll talk about in a second, like I'm not saying what I'm really wanting to say and it looks like this implosion happens mm-hmm. around us. Uh, I get frustrated. You get frustrated with me, and it, it, it and it causes even more conflict and the tension. The kids see it, and uh, and so I think that's why it's so sneaky. We'll talk about tools how to how to manage it. But I think before we do that, the abuse of assume letdown too can be just as damaging. Yeah. So. I've seen this in other men that I've talked with that have said, you know, I purposefully do a terrible job with the the dishes Mm -hmm. so that my wife doesn't ask me. Like, that is just as damaging Mm -hmm. as assuming the letdown. You're doing, you're manipulating the situation. Uh, I know with women, they do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you had an example of women. (laughs) Or just like, you know, busting out some tools to act like you're going to do something. And your husband comes running because he hears the drill, and you know that he'll just take care of things. Yeah. When, if it was me, I would like you to teach me so I can just do it myself. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. So you have the assumed letdown yeah. that's based off of some variables, and then you have the manipulation of it, mm-hmm. of of trying to, like, not do something yeah. well. Or even, like, starting the grill. Yeah. Knowing that whoever doesn't, they don't know how what they're doing. Yeah with the intention that the husband's going to make dinner just because 
the wife doesn't want to. Yeah. Like I've seen that before. Yeah. And so it goes both ways. You can, it can cause conflict because there's real assumptions that are happening, but then there cause conflict because you're actually manipulating these things so that if I do such a bad job or if I fail miserably at this, then she won't ever ask me yeah. to do this again. And then I'm scot-free. Mm-hmm. That's just as damaging. And so we got to be careful on both ends uh, of this. Um, so I think we get the concept. Yeah. I don't want you to throw me on the bus anymore because I know you got like 10 more examples. No, I think those are the just recent ones. <laughs> but the, it's the tricky part. Um, so husbands, if you're listening, stop acting stupid so your wife won't ask you. And wives, stop manipulating your husbands mm-hmm. to get what you want instead of just communicating. So that's, so the, t- the tools, if you will, that we want to talk about, uh, there's external and internal that has to do with the source of this, uh, assume let down first, uh, is internally. Like I think for us, and we've talked about this, like internally identifying the source of why I'm assuming that you're going to let me down. So it could be past experiences, mm. like our water bill. <laughs> what happened with our water bill? I didn't pay it, and we that. didn't have any water. So our water got shut off. And so the past experience of that, like, you're not in charge to pay right. any bills anymore. Right. Um, because I'm going to assume if I ask you to do anything, you just, you're going to let me down. Mm. That's an assumption that I've created based off of an experience. And so I think a lot of times we have different experiences um, that – that inform our assumptions, Mm -hmm. uh, which is normal. I think we have to be guarded and have boundaries and all those things. But in marriage, like it can cause some serious friction when you're going like, I'm capable of paying a bill. I'm not dumb. Right. And so I treat you in such a way that's super damaging. And I think if I can identify the source of where that's coming from, we can talk about the Mm -hmm. source. I know that it's been 15 years. No, I'm just using an example, Jen. You already threw me under the bus uh, for two nights ago. Uh, but if we can identify the source and you know where I'm coming from, you're less defensive yeah. for us to talk about it. And I'm more willing to try to let you do whatever mm-hmm. it is again. Um, the other one is parents. Like if we had interactions with our parents or saw things growing up uh, or your parents let you down in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Like I know for me early on, like – I hate asking for help for anything. Mm-hmm. And so it took everything for me to let you help me do stuff yeah. just because my childhood and I just did it all myself mm-hmm. and I had to do it all myself. And so how you were raised kind of affects your, your assumed letdown too. Um, but the other one, you know, experiences, how you were raised, but your past relationships, how you, maybe you were treated in past relationships, how you were treated in, um, well or not well or what you, your role was or wasn't uh, based off of that. I think identifying the source internally allows you to be open about those conversations and, mm-hmm. and communicating. Uh, 15 years ago, after you f- failed to do the water bill, like that was tense for us. Yeah. I was angry and yeah. mad. Like, of course you're just going to let me down just like my mom did. Mm-hmm. And so it just created this conflict mm-hmm. that if we didn't talk about, still would fester to this yeah. day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anything else on that? So the internal of identifying the source, anything to add? We have water. We do have day. water to this day. We've never <laughs> lost water again or power 
or any of that stuff. Pay your bills. We pay our bills. So <laughs> identifying the source. The second one uh, externally uh, is identifying expectations. Because mm-hmm. I think going back to the other night where I didn't get up to close the garage and do all that stuff. Like you never said anything about the light bothering you. No. So I was just like, it's fine. Like I got an hour Mm -hmm. to close the, the, but your expectations were, I want to go to sleep because the lights bother me, but we didn't communicate. You never communicated that until after the fact, right? When I was angry. When you were angry. So I think sometimes if we don't communicate our expectations or time, like go back to, did you ever tell me that you, how the, the progress, you put the clothes on the bed, but did you give me any timeline or communicate any of that stuff? No. No. Do you feel you like should you should read have? my mind? <laughs> exactly. Do you feel like you should have? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Or do you yes. feel like I should be aware and know? Both. Yeah. Both. I want you to be more aware of like our household, like how it's run. Like if I'm carrying a little laundry and I got noodles boiling over, like help me. Yeah. But I ain't eating no noodles. <laughs> I don't like pasta. But but if it's other stuff like other household stuff that I'm drowning with, I need you to pay attention. Pay attention. But also communicate. But also communicate. I need this done right now. Or hey, in five minutes, do you think you can? X, Y, Z. Yeah. Or if I ask you, hey, could you do this, whatever, X, Y, Z, instead of me just assuming the letdown, I I tell you my expectations. Yeah. Like, hey, I've got a crazy week. I have Mm -hmm. no time. Yeah. Would you do this thing Mm -hmm. for me? It's really important. Mm Mm-hmm. Chances are you're gonna be like, okay, yes, like you're you're not gonna forget. Mm-hmm. And not- I love you, like I want to help you. Yeah, I don't want same. you. I don't want to let you down. Yeah, same. And I think yeah. that's that's the the key to all of this is like because it's so sneaky. Like I don't want to let you down. I don't want you to be mad at me for things. You don't. No. The vice versa. Yeah. But it's so sneaky because it mm-hmm. happens all the time. And we never talk about it. Yeah. Most marriages, we don't. We just kind of put up with it. Uh, most marriages, we just kind of go. And we have. We've like, I've folded laundry mad. Oh yeah. You know, you've done stuff mad, mm-hmm. and we don't. We just let it go. Um, and it compounds over time. This assumed letdown affects the future. It affects mm-hmm. decision making. It affects like next time I'm in that same place doing the same thing, I'm mad at my spouse because. X, Y, Z. And so that's the, that's the key. I think in all of this for us to, to, to identify the source for me internally, that's on me. It's not on you right. to identify the source of my frustration. You could probably tell me and I could probably <laughs> tell you, but I, unless I ad- identify, I'm right. still going to be fuming or mad. Mm-hmm. But if I'm like, okay, like my parents, I had issues or my past experiences. Okay. Like, unless I identify that, I, we're still going to be dealing with the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And then externally, unless we verbally communicate expectations, like, it, it's, we're still going to do the same cycle over and over and over. Yeah. So those are the two keys. So anything else with assumed letdown? I don't think so. Yeah. I think it was, it was a lot. It is a lot. And those listening may be like, man, I, I, I get that. I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. But how do I talk about this with mm-hmm. my spouse? 
what advice would you give that person? Go, go in, like, I don't know, not with low expectations, but, (laughs) (laughs) but just saying like, I'm coming to you with this. I don't want you to be mad at me, but I think that we need to talk about this because this is how I'm feeling. I don't know how you're feeling. Yeah. Yeah. To be open. Open and honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the hard part is for those listening, if this is something that's been going on for a long time, I know you would do the same for me or say the same, like, why haven't you told me this before? Yeah. Why are you Mm -hmm. just now bringing this up? I'd get frustrated. Yeah. That's where you got to kind of set your pride aside and, and be willing to be like, okay, let's, let's talk about these Mm -hmm. things. Um, and that's, I mean, when it comes to these sneaky threats with resentful support, uh, assume letdown, and the next one that we'll do, uh, they're all, it all goes back to having communication and communicating with one another because if we're not doing that, they can cause and wreak so much havoc. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, as silly as the, the you doing, um, the food and then the laundry is, I mean, it's not silly, but like as micro as that could be, mm-hmm. like if we're not careful, that can spill into so many other yeah. areas in our marriage mm-hmm. and continue to cause chaos. And then we're going, where did all this start? Mm-hmm. It was just this simple assumed letdown that we didn't address. Right. And and that's what we want to talk about today mm-hmm. is like maybe you are way far on the spectrum when it comes to conflict in your marriage, but maybe the source started with these just Teeny little tiny. bitty chips um, that happen, these little sneaky things that happen over time. And uh, if you want more information about all of this, I wrote an article with everything that, that has kind of expands on how you manage expectations um, and how you identify sources, especially with your parents. I got a ton of stuff on, you know, we act like our parents a lot of times because that's what we know. And so we can break those, those ties with, with some of those behaviors uh, if we're willing to, mm-hmm. to do the work. So if you want more information on all of that, if you want to listen to the resentful support, uh, and then we'll have another one with me and you in a couple of weeks. We won't tell them what, what the third sneaky threat is. Uh, it's a surprise. you got to tune in for that. But we're going to have more uh, couples that will be in here. We're going to have yeah. more um, marriage. Yeah, friends. We're going to talk about marriage. They're going to answer these silly questions about uh, what's something your spouse wears that you love. I've got to come back and end with this. Uh, I also love when you wear long sleeve graphic T-shirts. Oh, yes, that's so, my heart. I know. Like, I hunt. I hunt around for these long sleeve. Everywhere I go, I'm like, if I can find a long sleeve shirt that Jim yes. would like. Like, you have some fishing shirt. That I'm you wear. wearing one right yeah, now. you got one. Yeah, so it's a hunting shirt, I yeah. think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so if you don't like the hat, your long sleeve okay. graphic tees. Okay. okay, I'll take that. Right. Thank you, love. Love you. It was fun. Yeah. Love you.